0: three five one zero three zero zero and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iheart radio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast
1: this is your moment your time to shine your comeback
2: Housewives party always calls for some drama. Jen Shaw throws a Cinco de Mayo party where Jenny finds herself at odds with Mary yet again. They call it Cinco de Mayhem. I love these titles. I never noticed them when I was on the show and now looking at them, they're hilarious. Cinco de Mayhem. The wheels come off real quick after what seems just like a calm beginning. It just the shit goes sideways. Content creator and author of The Shift, Tinks joins me to break down this episode. This is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Season Two, Episode Nineteen, Cinco de Mayhem. Let's get into it.
3: You look so good.
2: Oh my god! I, I decided that today, that I, have, I this morning graduated to be an intermediate makeup.
3: No, you I look. Could do an- You look really good. You drugstore. You're so good. You're so I love your videos. Your your TikToks are killing it. You're so good. I I watch them and I follow your recommendations like I I really believe you. It's it's quite the niche that you've carved out for yourself. It's cool. I want to say congrats because it's amazing. I
2: appreciate that. It's completely accidental because it was genuinely like I've seen what you've talked about and you care about beauty like you care about beauty and you care yeah. about fashion and I swear to god I don't like I have nice things I care about expensive bags and watches yeah. but like I don't care about quote-unquote fashion and I definitely did not care about any kind of branded skincare or makeup like I like biology because yeah I just tried it at a spa but it was very garage sale you would go in my drawer and there'd be like a random L'Oreal lip gloss that I bought at, you know on a trip because I forgot one for an appearance. I don't know what color. I just got a yeah. color that looked the middle. And then I would have a biology because I bought it at a spa and I was with Paul and he was paying, but like I never had a strategy about it and I didn't know. So I went <laughs> in my drawer and I had La Mer makeup from five years ago yeah. and I didn't know what Covergirl was. And I, so I wanted to, weed through and also know how to do my own. Like, can I do my own yeah. makeup for an appearance? Yeah.
3: No, it's good. So so here it's great. so that's yeah,
2: been a, a one year journey of learning to be honest and figuring it out. So And have any of
3: the brands I mean, I commend you. I mean just even beyond the makeup, you you're really just you're so honest. And it's like, I mean, I know people say that all the time and it's like a boring thing to talk about, but it's like you are truly at a place where you don't fear uh, like, any, la- any, th- uh, you know. No, and you're flashback. in the impact
2: zone. You're in the impact mm- zone because I'm. I, you're in your 30s and I'm in my 50s. And no, it's but I think different. it's just
3: about being established and being like, you have so many successful businesses. Like, I mean, that's like the ultimate dream is to get to a point where you're like, I'm going to tell the truth no matter what and I don't care. And that's and not that I don't tell the truth, but it's like, uh, you are just like on another level of honesty. And no, with amazing. you, it's not
2: everything needs to be said. Yeah. You don't need to, t- th- you're just doing a risk reward d- d- ratio. What you feel something, you think something. Do you need to say it based on what, things yeah. in the balance and yeah. I agree I would advise you and not yeah. everything needs to be said for me my publicist knows like that's who she is and she checked our balance and she's good so yeah. yeah um but but once in a while you know I, I fly very close to the sun as you can imagine so yeah trust me it's not always <laughs> I don't love it when it when when the shit comes back on me it's not fun but yeah it's yeah a, it's yeah. a chance i'm willing to take because i'm an opinionated person okay i love it so i um all right well thank you first of all congratulations on your new book thank i you. got it i love it and thank i love you, the way you. it looks thank and you
3: thank you like
2: you did a great job it's like exciting thank i get you. exactly what it is and are you thrilled
3: thank you i'm 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 a week out and I'm very nervous. It's my first book and and I really care that it goes well. I I care a lot. Like you want to hit the list. I want to hit the list. I do, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I worked hard on it and it's and really like I believe the message. I I want women, especially women younger to, than me, to learn from it and to grow from it. And I and I genuinely care about them. So I hope it goes well. I'm a little nervous. I'm not like the greatest person to be around when I'm nervous because I get kind of like. It's the only time in my life when I'm quiet is when I'm nervous. So I'm just like in my head thinking about it. But it is what it is. It'll come out in a week.
2: It, here's the thing. It's very different. Like the, doing the Today Show and things like that that used to like guarantee you would be on the list almost. You know, it's not the same anymore. And so yeah. are you cramming and jamming? Are you cramming. doing everything?
3: Like five podcasts a day, like doing all the prep. Oh, then you'll yeah.
2: hopefully you got to just got to just be. You gotta be the. You just gotta be the queen of the dipshits. You just gotta be fifteen or ten on that list. You just gotta jam on that list, just so you can always say you made it on that list. Pour it out just to get on the list on Wednesday at five o'clock next Wednesday. I know. know. Yeah, yeah. Just you can't. It's a different world. Books are a different landscape. Just hopefully you'll get to the point where you don't realize for some reason next Wednesday at five o'clock, you don't. You're not thinking about it, and somehow you get an email.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: But many people, it happens the second weekend. You know, crazy stuff can happen. But I, I was, I was late, older than you. I was after oh, like probably thirty six when I did it, and I didn't have kids. I wasn't married, and I had naturally thin. And I fucking did it my own way. I didn't do anything the publicist said from the publishing company. I just jammed it. I was with Simon and Schuster, yeah. Touchstone Fireside. I know you were, and I just jammed nonstop. Yeah. yeah, pushed it through five months straight New York Times bestseller list wow. that I don't think I could do today Wow, at your age I could have, I could not it's
3: amazing
2: I don't think I could do it now oh. so it's but it's a you know what it's an accomplishment to have written a book so don't lose yeah the plot. Yeah, yeah
3: no it's true and it's, it's true don't it is don't exactly. lose the plot exactly okay. yeah
2: yeah you got a book deal you wrote a book you know you're in good shape yeah. especially at your age not to bring that up but like you're in good shape Great shape. So congrats. Okay. So now this is crazy and stupid. And the show is so fun because it's like, I'm talking to you seriously about something that is so ridiculous. And now this is not a show. I've only ever seen this salt Lake city housewives one time for rewives. So, it's as new to me almost, I think, as it is to you, unless you've seen this one.
3: No, I've I watched the whole series when it was happening. But so I rewatched this episode last night. But so oh, I remember, but okay. I I watched so much Housewives that it's all like blurs together. But it, so it was good to rewatch it. But yeah, I I watched it at the time. And it's crazy. I mean, Salt Lake is a really I I didn't think that they could ever introduce a new franchise that I would feel. So strongly about like I do the older ones, but I but I do I care about Salt Lake. I'm on the same level as Beverly Hills in New York.
2: Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I agree with you on one point that like coming in with a new series and having it you go, wow, like that happened to me, too, with this. Yeah, and I never even wanted to watch it. I had zero curiosity for it. Yeah. And the juxtaposition of what we think of with Salt Lake and Mormonism if that's a word like the juxtaposition of that and what this shit show is is what's yeah. really shocking and I'll say the unpopular things to get in trouble about maybe you'll say some but you will be hosting most you'll be you'll be not hosting but you're going to know more about this than I do because I've only seen the first episode they ever had so now yeah. we're fast forwarding to the second season episode 19 Cinco the mayhem all right yeah. so great okay so first of all you're into fashion so you can be as kind as you want but this looks like a circus like this is from the minute it starts i'm like i just there was one scene where we were in the hamptons and i looked at everyone's outfit and i said what the fuck is she wearing what the fuck are you wearing what yeah. the fuck am i wearing this is like that every episode in every scene where it's the- like what the fuck is she wearing
3: yeah, I think, I mean, I think Meredith looks good for the most part in the series. I think she like, looks
2: like, like normal. You don't mean like you love everything she's wearing, but she doesn't look like a clown.
3: I think she looks like, like, good i think she looks pulled together she has a sense of style she has a personal style but yes like i agree with you there the it's wackadoodle time like most of the time it's
2: it's it's for television it doesn't you don't get the sense that this is what these people wore in their lives this is like this is the big time i don't know
3: i think that that's kind of like what they i think they got their own fashion sense in salt lake i think that that's kind of i think it's very like I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. It's like, I feel like a lot of the women dress. I think that there's a lot of label loving. Like, I think that they think that like, if it's Gucci, like it's oh, beyond. fashionable. Beyond. And I, and that's really where you get into trouble is thinking that just because there's like a Fendi label on something that you're good to go. That's not true. And that's a very expensive habit to get into. Um, well, hold there's... on.
2: Let's stop on that. Hold on. Hold your next thought. Don't forget your next thought. You have it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to mm-hmm. forget it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's stop on that because number one, Beverly Hills is the biggest offender and started that. That's an Erica Jane, Dory, then Lisa Rinna, but then But they do Kyle. It differently
3: because the Beverly Hills women, they do shop labels, but they go into Fendi and they're like, give me that mannequin. So at least it's a cohesive label explosion. On Salt Lake, they they like put a blindfold on, go into Saks, and are like, this Gucci, this Prada, this like Fendi, and then they mix it all together. And then that, I, I'm for me, I'm like, that's too much going on. Like at least- like, I think Dorit looks good in her head to toe, Fendi. I'm like, would I buy it? No. But, like, it's it's a look. It's all Fendi. Okay.
2: I understand that it looks good. And, yeah, I think that you just said the, the genius that you said it's a cohesive, a CLE. That is a CLE offense. It is a cohesive label explosion for me and Tom Ford. Tom Ford and he and I are best friends. Um, he doesn't know that, but. <laughs> he loves me. I know he does. So Tom Ford and I both do not like cohesive label explosions. It turns him off deeply. Yeah. No when same. Somewhere yeah. he, uh, so it's a turn uh, off. It's not creative. It's, it's not, not for unique. me. But,
3: but it's like, it looks good. I think like on Salt Lake, I mean, I think Jen Shaw, her clothes, I think to me, I have to say, like, I think it's some of the worst. Like, I, I really yeah. do.
2: It's really very bad. It is a tragically offensive fashion group. Like. Tragically, we saw Dubai and that looked like a circus on that, that um finale and it looks put on and, and Sunset Social they're just jamming in fashion too. And this all did by the way Erica Jane gets the credit for all of this happening. She started this entire thing because I'm on Housewives shows wearing 1982 Ralph Lauren cable knit sweaters and no makeup. Like yeah. that's how this thing started to get to where we are now is insane. But yes, it's so, so crazy. I, like
3: really no one films without makeup without glam anymore now, which is crazy because it's like for me, I, I love and I crave the older housewife seasons because it's so people were less filtered. There was like less of an immediate reaction on social media back in those days. And people filmed without makeup or they would do their own makeup. Like you go to the early seasons of Roni and it's like, there, even in the Hamptons, even when you guys are going to, like, the Benefits or whatever, you did your own makeup, One, and now it's uh, like... By the
2: way, I went to the Stranger Things premiere, and I went to the that Andrew Lloyd Webber show, Bad Cinderella. I did my own makeup. I don't even know how to do We all know I don't know how to do it, but we're real normal people, and that's where the show has shifted. It's just not the same show. And when I came back after... I left after season three, and I came back, four, five, six, season seven, I was calling Andy. I was mad and offended and thought it wasn't real that I walked into the Berkshires and Kristen Heather and Carol had glam teams in the Berkshires and were wearing like outfits and Kristen would show up with two different shoes that like I didn't like it it was it felt forced to me I hate it
3: you know what I actually want to retract that statement a little bit because actually Heather and Whitney they don't They don't always have glam on. I'm thinking about Salt Lake now and I have watched the whole thing and like they do their own glam. I will say I I I actually like that about those two. I think that they are more real. And Lisa
2: looks like she does her own too, no? Yeah,
3: she yeah, I guess that's true. She probably You're talking
2: about it as a concept. I'm I'm talking about it as a concept.
3: Yeah. I just feel like it's more people but but also I get it like I I don't want to say that I don't get it and this is the really difficult part about this debate that you talk about online and there are two sides to it because it's like and I feel it too it's like you know people you wear glam because you have so many negative comments about your appearance. Otherwise, anytime you're online people are so mean about everyone else's appearance.
2: Because I'm looking at people that I even know and like. Like I'm looking at Gretchen Rossi or Lisa Hochstein or Gwyn Stefani or any Kardashian or any Gims old. Any, any, or Alex Earl. And because one time in six months Alex Earl will say the internet's not real. Uh, Here's me with no makeup. They don't digest that. They're watching the other 364 yeah. day. So for me, I'm sitting here going, I'm 52 and I'm sitting here posting about drugstore makeup looking like a train wreck and like it's not an even playing field so and also people are thinking that it's real so it, i'm in the same boat as you i just yeah. i just say fuck it like so i yeah so i understand what you're saying about them they feel like we are now on television and we have this access to this so why not put our best forward and i get it because that's winning that the whole world yeah. is winning over being real on reality television it's just it's lost its fresh art it's not it's lost the freshness to it and it's sort of a bummer it's don't hate the player hate the game
3: yeah yeah i think it's just hard i think we just have so much more immediate feedback i mean now when there's a housewives episode the internet is flooded with such specific notes about like appearance and everything mm-hmm. and so it's like of course of course, they're like, well, OK, fuck, I'm going to get my glam artist then, because like, I don't want people to say that about me. Like, I, I get it. It's it's really it difficult too. to stand up and be like, no, like, I'm I'm not going to I don't care. Like, this is what I like. it's really hard, especially if like, you know, for example, if someone was the only person in a cast who doesn't come with glam, you're just like, like you said, it's like, well, everybody else does like
2: no, Denise. Remember Denise on yeah. that balcony? They were all yeah. dressed like Gone with the Wind for nobody, just for yeah. themselves. And Denise walks in shorts, which is what you're wearing. You would wear that today, like you yeah. am wearing nothing. Yeah, and that's what that's real. What she was doing, she walked into this, and she walked into Beverly Hills, which I would have a difficult time with. Like I don't want to keep up. And you yeah. see the difference. Lisa Rinna had a sheath dress and short hair for most of her tenure. All of a sudden, the Erica Jane effect hit, and now she's playing different costumes and role models and alter yeah. egos. And then Kyle got into it too with the wild ponytails and the hair art. And they all had to lean into it, you know, because Erica came in in full costume every single mm, time. Mm, mm, so mm. even in the interviews, you see these, it's her choice. She's choosing to to do what, you know, she's putting on a show. yeah. Like share yeah. in a Bob Mackie dress. So it's just a conversation. It's very interesting. But it's yeah. not, and we got to this because you're saying you don't know these women may be dressing like this on their own. Okay whatever. Yeah. So um okay, so there are a lot of like two-person alliances now. Yes, yes. Okay. So that's it's just a different dynamic right now in this particular episode. You're seeing like groups of twos. So, you have who are so you have Heather who's hanging out with Lisa with I guess a pre-existing problem like there's they're not they don't usually jive like this yeah
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so okay i would say the alliances are like heather and whitney meredith and mary um those are the two main ones and that was always like hard for me because like i i love meredith i would say she's probably my favorite ca- favorite uh housewife on salt lake because i think she's like sensible like to me she just reads as like a very sensible person who like knows her worth has a lot of self-respect but then Mary to me is just so like kind of like out there and not really just, I Mercurial. don't even know. Just, I can't get a sense of like why she, of like who she is as a person and very like interesting kooky vibe. Right. And, and like the fact that Meredith and her have this alliance is, was always like interesting to me. But I also get it. I also separately do like, Heather and Whitney. I do. I, I I like them at this point in the show. I, I definitely like them. I think they're just like real. They're funny. They're, you know, Whitney definitely likes to stir the pot a lot. I feel like I she can would see that. say that about herself. Like she is a very, she's the one who will say like, well, when she was gone, like you said that about her. And I, I mean, I think that's an important role to have on any housewives cast is that person who's going to do that because otherwise it's boring, but-, no, but
2: that, let me just explain something to you. That's the person that the that's the Tinsley that the producer is telling that oh, will actually do it.
3: Okay, I see. I see. That's the person because
2: I, I, I. It's funny that you mentioned this now yeah. because later in the scene, saying, "Do you like?" To marry Jenny? Do you like... Yeah, Je- she- that's was so awkward. No one has ever, ever said that in any situation really? ever. That is a producer. I'm Do so naive. Do you like her? At a, yeah, that's a producer saying it and her not getting it out in a natural way.
3: That's insane though, because oh, wow, yeah. I'm so naive. Okay, well then, yeah, I mean, then if but I, she did it. She yeah, did it. Happen. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. I mean, the whole. It's always interesting on Housewives when there's two people who just like some people aren't supposed to be friends and nothing will heal that and sometimes it's just like oil and water and that's Jenny and Mary and it's oh just we're like,
2: getting to that we're getting okay 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 so we're, okay, get, okay. we're yeah, getting yeah, yeah. no don't worry you can say yeah. anything at any time mm-hmm, I'm just mm-hmm. saying I got a whole thing on that too I just jumped ahead. So you kind of alluded to something that I saw in only one episode. It kind of felt like... So Kelly Ben and Jill Zarin was a made-for-television friendship. Like, right. they would never have been friends in any other situation. Like, they mm-hmm. became friends because they're on the same show. It's like, it's sort of like... I forgot who it was. Like, Carol and Ramona being... for Okay. Like, it's just like, we're on an island, we're on Survivor, and you called it an alliance before which is another thing that is not that real it's a 2023 you Mm -hmm. know reality show so it seems like mary and meredith aren't tracking to you and they aren't tracking to me but i don't know that much
3: yeah i i forget um i i forget what the history of their friendship is i think it's more just like i i i don't know if there was some deeper reason but they just To me, I'm like, why are you doing that? But then I also get it because sometimes you have a person where like I've had that in my own life where someone doesn't really make sense, but you just kind of vibe with them anyway. And maybe that's what Meredith felt for Mary. I've had it,
2: too, but it feels very reality TV. Were they friends before this show?
3: No, or maybe a little new socially of. new of, okay. like, So Mary's okay. got this, she's in the church. It's it's not Meredith's not part of that church, but she's, I guess, you know, a respected community. Mary is a respected community member in a lot of instances and whatever. Um, but Mary doesn't really have anyone else in, a, you know, in that's the what it's. Fe- it's Blech. feeling
2: like everybody needs each. They need each other. Something's yeah. feeling weird to me. So I don't know enough, but yeah. something is feeling weird. And Mary Cosby I didn't know who she was. She did something on social media that I guess was about me or posted something. I posted like, I think it's positive, like, you know, reiterating what i had said. So I then looked over and people had said something about, oh, do you like Mary Cosby? And I'm like, I don't know who that is, which once that got me in trouble for not knowing the Australian people because I just don't know who Mary Cosby is. But now I'm remembering her from this show. But yeah. she looks very different on her social media. She looks very different in her interview. She looks very... Di- like, it could mm-hmm. not even be the same person based on mm-hmm. her glam. She has many looks. And she looks very different this season to the season before that I didn't even think she was that same person mm-hmm. on the couch that said mm-hmm. that that Jen Shaw smelled like hospital.
3: Yeah, so they, they are also... They just do not... They are, like, right like this. And, and, I mean, they're both truly, like... I mean... Mary is in a way a great housewife because she's has such an extreme personality and she's so she never has like bend or like she's never bent in her life she's never been like oh yeah I see what you mean or she doesn't even speak like a normal human does she, you know normal people are like oh yeah yeah okay I get what you mean or oh yeah yeah she's like I would never do that I don't know she's what she's unfiltered
2: about. in a very harsh and abrasive a way, which is very I mean,
3: intense way, yeah. you know. And then there's the thing about she's married to her step grandfather, so that adds another layer of like, you know, that's, glass house. It's just interesting, you know, and it's like it, yeah. And so that, and then she, she didn't show up to the reunion, I believe this time and so then that's when she got off because she didn't oh, show she's up not on
2: okay and but she's and- coming
3: back but they're gonna have her back now because i guess she had to skip a season I, I know what's that clause what's it called the the whatever clause whoever it was whereas if you skip the reunion you don't get to go the next season or oh something. i don't know that's great so um so but she's apparently coming back which honestly even though i i don't vibe with her that much in terms of her personality i do think she makes for good television the The maloof role that's it that's it yeah yeah yeah, exactly so um i'm i'm actually she has like funny 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 one-liners and and at least she's not afraid to be her whole self on tv so it does make for interesting tv like i'm actually glad she's coming back and like
2: yeah yeah i find her to be off-putting but in some cases Ra- like you understand rational where she's yes. coming from rational I know what you like, mean yeah off-putting rational somewhat relatable because she's your inside voice like yes I don't want to talk to you new cast housewife about my husband like that's very literal she's very literal she's and very I relate literal. to that because I'm a very literal pro- so but I find her also off-putting but I when I saw on, se- on social media she seemed like you could understand where she's coming from. So, yeah, she's a quizzical, like, enigma, this woman, that I don't totally understand. So, okay, we'll put her to the side for now. Okay. Yeah. It was was found out that she has all these fake bags. First of all, I want to mention, I want to ask, do these people visit her or keep in touch with her after her going away, from what you understand?
3: No, it was only um, Heather till the end, like, who was literally... Like, no, she's, you know, she's my girl. Like until she got sentenced and then she was like, oh, wow. Like, okay, I was wrong. So
2: they all abandoned her. Like after they knew,
3: I I think that they knew, like, I think, I think it was, um, God, I think it was Lisa Barlow on some other episode was like i've been hearing things or like there was suspicions like people had their suspicions which obviously yeah. would right and then it just no one no one was really that bonded to her as a person aside from heather um so I it got was all it. You know, it wasn't
2: unconditional love. It wasn't like a best yeah. friend of twenty years. It got into trouble. But
3: but Heather was really like her her number one bitch until the end. And then until she got sentenced, she duped them all. It's just so crazy. I just the, the I mean, it is just wild that you would come on a show after committing that level of fraud and flaunt your bags and take people in your closet. I just, I can't get over it. The fake bags. I mean, I guess some of them were fake and some of them were real, but it's just like, she's so ostentatious. And even
2: that's, but that's, I mean, I love Teresa, but season one paying for $250,000 of furniture and cash and you and your husband go to jail. Like this is not the first time. And most of the people on these shows, and I know like straight up facts are all show and no go and they're fronting and stunting because it's the Kim Zolziak model. You take the gig, you think if you show you're rich and you have story and that's what people are going to find interesting, you're going to then be able to catch up and make more money to show that you're rich and be a person that people find interesting. It's very rare for someone to just be like, I, that's why I spoke to Carol Manzo. I'm giving Carol Manzo a shout out because a couple of months ago I spoke to her and we're just having a normal conversation talking about something. And she said, no, I took a hit in the pandemic. It was really hard for us. We had the Chateau or whatever her thing is called, her 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 play, the manor, the man, yeah. whatever, wherever she does. She does her events. And she said, we we took a hit. It's been ch-. just a person being honest about their financial circumstances. I also like Jacqueline Lorita that season saying we're selling our watches. We're doing, like, that's admirable. It happens. It's America. But what you have on reality TV is all these people on all the shows, everyone, Beverly Hills, New York, miami they're all front not they're they're mostly i'd say 90% really? fronting and stunting yep. really 90% yep
3: i always joke that my number one hobby is worrying about um other people's finances because i'm doing the math <laughs> and like and look i'm dyslexic like you know i not i'm not some big numbers guy but like when I'm watching the show and I'm, I know how much glam costs now, because I'm, you know, I get it sometimes. I know how much clothes cost, and I'm like,
2: doing I know the math,
3: and I'm like, I'm, and you choking. know, like Gucci's
2: not lending to them, or Chanel is gifting to them. You know who they're giving to, and it's not them. It's
3: crazy. It's like it, to me, it, it's almost like a, the, it's like the other character in Housewives is the money spending. Of and no, it's you're like,
2: smart. I always say, by the way, I love you because this is very okay, Tinks. I always say, and you've lived in London and you lived in New York City, you get a New York City apartment. My apartment was $7 million I sold before it was public, okay? Yeah. That was a 4,000 square foot apartment in Soho for $7 million in Beverly Hills. You get to live in Kyle's house on multiple acres. So they get to show more palatial where we have to have Dorinda look like she's living in a small shitty apartment when it's really, you know, it's a, it's a almost $2 million apartment, but $2 million in the suburbs of Atlanta could be 18,000 feet. So they get to look so rich. So there's a disparity in the way things look and in Beverly Hills, the items and the luxury is another character in the show.
3: It's in, in the B-roll, but, the backyards. But it's like, and- but it's all of them. It's all of them spend so interestingly. It's, it's so interesting what across all the franchises, how people spend their money and what they deem important or not in terms of finances and like what they're snobby about and what they're not snobby about. And look, it's everyone's prerogative to spend their money how they want. But you can see how it gets to be overwhelming trying to keep up with, the glitz and the glam of of everyone else
2: absolutely but they're spending because they're on the show they right. did not they did not i this i know personally also they did not spend at this clip off the show which is the alex yeah. and simon bringing the cameras to roberta cavalli and spending 30 000 that was... when they then you know a, a, and you saw their place like it's spending for the shows it's the Kim Zolziak model it's yeah a lot, you know there are rumors about a lot of different housewives and is it really their house? And are they renting? And is it bankruptcy? I had a girl on our show rent a Lamborghini. Like, it it's really for the cameras. And the thing is, like you, I'll say, like, I got it going pretty good. Like, I'm and I'm very financially secure and I have a very successful uh, fiance and I don't roll like that. And I have one child. Like, I know the numbers, too. I could do the numbers, too. And you're like, hold on. You're wearing a $50,000 outfit on just one day of filming. Like, and I know you don't roll like that. And I know what you make. Yeah. Like, I know you don't even, you don't make half a million dollars on a show and you're spending 10% of what you don't make in an outfit. Like, it's not tracking. Because they're hoping that, the brand deals will come and the things will come and the music will stop. Yeah, that's what happened. That's that's the Kim and Croy effect. So that's why I talked about that because it doesn't matter that it's Housewives, it's America, and there are yeah. people that are poor that have, make forty, you know, twenty eight thousand dollars a year trying to support a family, and they're paying their taxes. So then people yeah. get in trouble, and then they're at, they're watching this on television and they feel betrayed because they've been watching it as real. Yeah. It's a whole circular reference. So yeah. I find it very fascinating. And yeah. here we go. Jen Shaw is a perfect Jen example. Shah.
3: Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but she I mean, but to me, it seems like she was spending that way before the show. To me, it seems po- oh. Jen was just she was really loving that money. And she, you know, she had the bags and the the opulence before and she came in as this sort of like over-the-top ridiculous character. Oh,
2: oh. So she was spending – like the plan was going down because she was playing with the house's money.
3: Well, I think. I mean, I just like – she – that's kind of how she was introduced. Like there wasn't a big like upswing between season one and season two in terms of her spending. Like she came in as like, I love Chanel. Like that was her thing. So like whatever, whatever. She was always wearing that kind of stuff. And it's like – but I think that also the the newer franchises have the advantage or maybe disadvantage of seeing yes. what, what works on the other franchises. Yes. So they're like, oh, like everyone likes the rich, richest one or like, oh, it's cool to ball out. And like, that's what resonates, which is interesting because like, actually, historically, if you look at the fan favorite, it's not it's not always the richest, flashiest housewife. Like that's not what I think wins people over. I'm the first to say, I joke about this all the time. Like I like my housewives rich. Like I like to see the private jets. I like to see it's escapism. Like I like to not, you know, I don't want anyone to be spending about their means so that they can entertain me. But like, I, I like that stuff, but my favorite housewives are certainly not the ones who are like balling out the most. Like, right. I like the per it, it's a personality thing. And even though America does love to have escapism and like watch that, I don't think that collectively our loyalty lies with like the biggest baller. I actually know, but you
2: need them to play against something else. You may like the straight, you may think I'm yeah. funny, but that's because I'm next to Paul, who's the straight guy in the act. Like, you need somebody for them to yeah, play yeah, against. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. You have that to compare it against. Yeah. yeah Sometimes yeah. people think, you know, I was thought of as the most relatable in the green course, only because I was queen of the dipshits, not, you know, who knows? Like, maybe it's because of who I was paired with. I mean, you got, you know, but I would never be cast now in that Ikea apartment that I had. Like, I redid that apartment after my book and after I, you know, first was not flat broke and I redid the entire apartment for $10,000 Ikea. That was me Mm. not having the hot and cold sink things that came with the apartment. Like, that was my big, you know, Jefferson's moving on up moment. And they would never cast that apartment now. Yeah. Leah's apartment was a problem for for Bravo. Really? Hmm. Huh. Yeah, because that's not aspirate. It's not Bravo. It's not what they want. It's not they. So so it's a it's a it's it's the the tail wagging the dog because the housewives are cast. If they look rich, they don't have to be rich. They have to look rich. And if they sort of look rich but aren't really rich, that's even Mm -hmm. better because then you're going to have a a Jen Shaw Teresa situation, Erica Jane situation. Mm -hmm. So it's a circular reference that's maybe not the best for the country, but the viewer is watching. Right. And, you know, so it's an interesting conversation and you're smart. So you get it.
3: So Meredith's father sadly passed away. And I guess they are questioning whether there was a memorial because something about Jen Shaw's, like, arrest, um, they kind of felt like she knew what was going to happen. Like, that's what they're accusing her of, if I'm remembering correctly. And she's like, don't talk about my father, like, whether there was a memorial or not. Like, it doesn't really matter. It does
2: read a little murky, and I don't know what ended up happening. But the way she's defending it, so... Crazy, yeah. It seems like be subtle, but it doesn't seem like it seems like it's a. Why would that even be a question that she had or didn't have a memorial, and did we right. have to find out? Right. It was?
3: And if she did, you would just be like, "Yeah, I was at his memorial." Like, fuck off. um right. But still, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like bad in this way because I, I like if I like a housewife, I'll, I'll excuse their behavior, and I really do like <laughs> Meredith. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, if she didn't want to be there, if she found something out, like. I uh, yeah that's okay like you know she her look her dad did pass away like it's obviously a very sensitive time like you know no it's not good to lie but like I don't know
2: no I understand and also being whether it was they were tracking the exact time like the time around a death is a time that you're in mourning so you're saying sensitive yeah
3: and I'm like it doesn't really matter. And it's like she would have been, it took, from my understanding, she would have been there anyway with her family, whether there was a memorial or whether there wasn't, like she's busy. And, right. and even if she was kind of like, ooh, I found something out, I don't want to be there. She's still mourning her father. And it, I think she gets a free pass in that sense. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, And it feels a little petty and it feels convoluted and it feels very like made up housewives argument. Like there's a lot of, you know, discussion around this and it's feeling a little petty. The help me Jesus's and the, the religious talk like just thrown around is so fo- – faux. I call it like faux fo- spirituality when someone in yoga is like, this is your journey but, but that's, and they're but wearing that's a Rolex, they, But
3: that's like, how they are. That, that's yeah. How, that's how that, – that's Salt Lake. And I actually like it because it's like – it's different. Like it's a Is different. Is it like bless franchise. your heart in
2: the south? It's a I, bless yeah, your heart. and
3: that's like you know they do all of them have a very interesting relationship with religion, which I really appreciate that they all kind of talk about a lot. And I mean, you know, Heather and her book Bad Mormon, like she you know left the church. Whitney left the church. Mary, the super religious like church leader, um, you know they they all it, they all really bring that to the table and talking about spirituality and religion on america on television is scary because this is a very opinionated you're right. country
2: i like it you're and, right it's good that they're having a conversation and you're saying they have their own relationship with to me they do it's, it's, overall there's a fraudulent vibe to it somehow. because because
3: you're from New, because you live in new york and like you, no one in new york would ever be like help me jesus or even think about that there it's like it's just dip- no
2: i don't care that they're saying help me jesus but the way it's juxtaposed with some behavior like oh, what oh, if, oh, the oh, other oh. girl said she was on a stripper pole and god taught me
3: to do that i think that they are still figuring it out like we we won't understand because we were not brought up in the mormon church how difficult it was and there's a scene when Actually, Whitney. uh, Whitney, I think it's after this. She writes some sort of a letter, you know, to get out of the church. Is like a big hoopla. Like you have to do a lot of things and sign. Yes. But she signs something that's like I'm fully free of the church. And it's like when you are brought up that way, when you are brought up to think sex is bad and, um, you know, alcohol is bad, and then all of a sudden you switch it, like. You still, like have, you still have, you still have the the voice in your head of God, mm-hmm. and you know maybe they're trying to find a new footing, a new relationship you're with right. God, which which I'm very into because it's like you know maybe they thought okay, well I my God actually does want me to dance on a triple No, yeah, I I, I, mean, like, I
2: I'm receiving what you're saying. You're saying like there could be a rebellion, there could be they're in between two worlds, the purgatory. Not to use a religious term. Like, yeah, yeah, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but. I do think they're using it a little bit. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'll yeah. agree with you. Okay. I'll see you. I'll, I'll say, I think that it's being like used a little bit yeah. at their, like as a, as a tool or a, not a weapon, but like it's being used a little bit. I think religion Fair. as a concept is being a little bit manipulated to, to tailor your, your horoscope. Okay. It, yeah. So that's yeah. The, but I hear what you're, I agree with what you're saying. And I actually like it. It's, mm-hmm. it's smart. Um, I actually think it's, I think it's really smart. Um, and, okay, so I love now this sanctimonious, your friend, Meredith. I understand her being like, who's paying for this party? But it's an interesting time for now this to come up. Like, we know who, you know, like, so now we're talking about the party and who's paying for it. But the loophole is the husbands are paying for it. Like... Right. Oh, sorry, I skipped over a part. Sorry. The bachelor scene is like when they set up the little table for the three women to sit at. Um yeah. Mary, Jenny, and... um meredith and they're talking about their relationships and i did understand why mary doesn't want this like forced relationship discussion with this girl jenny that she seems to just be turned off by just hates her doesn't yeah i've not i've you can also on housewives so tinks you cannot like someone on housewives 'Cause they're like in the way and they seem fake or they don't you may yeah. like like them fine at a cocktail party. Like, but yeah. when you're forced to be around them all day and like you're supposed to like stage no, or yeah, forge yeah. I this friendship, that. you're just like, get the fuck out of the way yeah, right now. That. We're doing real big girl talk. I've had that and it's yeah. not... like I thought Jules was perfectly lovely, the girl on our show. She was fun, she was nice. Even Tinsley sometimes I've pushed out of the way, and I really like Tinsley. Sometimes you're on the housewives, and like you'll say something to Tinsley, and she'll be like, Yeah, I don't really want to talk about that right now. You're like, Okay, hi, there are men of above you with cameras that are 50 pounds so like i don't want to talk about this either we're on the housewives so like let's put our knee pads on and do the work so sometimes you just don't want to deal with someone in that environment but in any other situation you might be fine with them but like jenny being her new best friend she's going to do therapy with she's turned off by just for argument's sake i'm explaining like that's a dynamic that could be
3: yeah i i think that's a fair take and i think I I will. Yeah. I just think that Mary for some reason has a major issue with Jenny. She doesn't like her. And I'm like, like, I see why Mary finds Jenny in this instance, like kind of fake, like her question, like, Oh, let's talk about our husbands. However, I will say that I really commend Jenny because she was very honest about like major issues in her marriage that has got to be hard to talk about on TV. Her husband's like, you know, he wants to have another kid. And she's like, I really don't want to. And like, then he suggests that they start a poly polygamous marriage, like that they should add a a wife. And like, that's insane. Like I couldn't do that on TV, like to me. And, and it was so clear. She was so hurt and he just wasn't getting it. And she did all of it on housewives in a very, to me, real way. Like I felt like Jenny was really, you know, showing. And, and so I like, I didn't have a soft spot for her, but I was like, I definitely, think she's bringing it i definitely think she's being real and mary just doesn't like her and that's you know that's okay I, jenny's very like new girl like rah rah like i want to talk about it like i'm game for anything and that's like not mary's vi- mary's vibe. so uh-huh wow, i you know good i you're uh good at this. thank you thank you no uh-huh. you're
2: very i like that you're like a good this is good for me to, to do this with you because not just because you have institutional knowledge, but I like your takes and we come from totally different sides. So I'm agreeing with you that she can be, she seems slightly annoying just on just surface, right? I'm seeing that she's making an effort as a housewife. Like I'm seeing mm-hmm. that she's like moving information and wanting to talk and say, are we not all supposed to be friends? Like you are in a different you're on a show and you're not hanging out with these people normally. So you have to yeah. operate in your cubicle workplace office where the people that you don't normally want to hang out with, you know, but I, my first season or my second season, when I was sitting with the guy Jason that I was dating who did not want to be on at all. And I had him be on and we were sitting at a table. And no, I remember that scene
3: and it, I wanted
2: me to say like, what about moving in together? And he was like, We'll talk about it later. And he said it no, so many times in my blood. It's so, seared
3: in my brain. That scene okay. is seared in my okay. fucking brain. Like, I remember it. Oh.
2: So know that while it was real in the moment, the whole circumstances of it weren't real because he didn't really feel that way, but he was on camera right now. Right. So, and now that is not what it was. Today. They wanted me to be on that show really badly, just like they did when I came back. So they were you know licenses they were willing to, to give and, and things they'd go for in my life when I came back I didn't have my kid on my boyfriend but, but a new housewife in 2023 that wants so badly to be on those producers are like well you're going to have to talk about this and you're gonna and we heard that and you're going to have to talk about that and if you're going to do it your husband's going to have to talk about this and so she's having side conversations when they're signing up saying their yeah. husband they're not going to let us do it if you don't talk about it. Yeah. so while I agree with everything mm-hmm. you're saying that you're saying she was so open I can smell a because li- the first thing when I saw the flashback with the husband was like this guy's dying he can't believe he's doing this why is he doing this he's not being paid a nickel this isn't jersey the husbands don't get paid and i'm thinking from like my institutional knowledge that yes she's sharing all of this but i do not know how much those producers needed her to so split the difference just letting Exa- you know yeah, that split like,
3: the difference yeah yeah, yeah split yeah. the
2: difference that yes yeah, she shared it and she went there and she could have just shut down she yeah just shut down and not shared anything like i understand what you're saying and that gives me more perspective she's playing mm-hmm. the game is what yeah, we are both she's playing so. the game.
3: She's... Yes. Yes. And exactly. the other woman,
2: Mary, just can't stomach her. Can't, can't stomach st- her. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about this whole party discussion about your friend Meredith, who is having a problem with the party and who paid for it? And we start with that with that discussion. And it's, the husband's actually paid.
3: It's the, it's Jen Shaw's party, right? That's what it was. It's
2: Jen Shaw's party, which Jen Shaw didn't pay for, she nor did pay the husband's for. production paid for it.
3: Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, there's but no, then, yeah. but then one of the, ugh, I'm trying to remember, but is it who so production paid or is this the situation? Because there's, there's some, sometime on Salt Lake when someone paid for, oh, that was actually later. Sorry, that's in season three.
2: But here it's everybody wants, and Jenshaw loves attention and you can tell she loves a party because the first season she wanted to do that big party. So everybody wants it to be their trip,
3: right? Their
2: idea. And there's no reason for that. You should want to sit in the back. Not me, man. If
3: I was on it, I'd be like, you guys plan it. I'll show up. Oh, God. I hate to plan. Yeah. It it
2: becomes this competition and people don't even know why they're doing it. Everybody wants the finale. Luann wants it to be Cabaret. Dorinda wants it to be her charity. Everybody wants the this. Ramona fought for the trips like her life was depending upon. Everybody wanted it to be their thing. If it's business, I'd want it to be my thing. Like my tequila trip, which was epic. That's different. So here... Someone owns the trip and gets to be. That's why the other girl going. It's really amazing. The new girl's like, it's amazing what Jen did, and she did right. Jen didn't do anything. Right, right, right.
3: She didn't. She didn't. She she really
2: didn't. But then she she did something like you're
3: a bad friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I mean, Jen is just like, it's just she started digging a hole and she can't stop digging. Like, why are you worrying about who hosts the party when you are like? guilty of fraud i mean it's kind of right like
2: is that a diversion she's running down she's wearing that hideous outfit with that hideous balmain belt that i actually have in other colors and want to throw away now as a result of that outfit um you know that you know exactly what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about that Mm -hmm. yeah so i i I really wondered like
3: in the lead up i i really really wondered like in her gut and i i talked about this on my instagram actually i was like in her gut does she know that she's done something wrong and i don't think right that she i think that there's two types of people i think there's people who are like i'm gonna commit a crime like i'm gonna commit fraud and i hope i don't get caught but if i do okay i think that in her head she's somehow manipulated it and she yep. actually doesn't think she's in the yep. wrong because the way that she acts like once she knows she's going to trial and jail and like crying it's as if she genuinely believes she's innocent, and that's how she carried on until the end. And it's like, I, well, I think it could
2: be deflection. It could be like delusion. Teresa being on Watch What Happens Live, delusion, the acting to the end, like they didn't do anything wrong and they're victims. A lot of people act like they're victims of the system, or it could be made off where it's like to the day before you're still moving the money around in the accounts because you have you've believed your own myth. You're I, so part of yeah. whatever this thing you're doing that you've believed your own
3: myth. Well, and then in the next, and then as the as the season goes on and whatever, Jen is still so involved in like the drama of the ladies and like acting like, well, everyone has to be nice to me because like I'm going to trial, and it's like. What are you talking about? You're you're wondering what
2: she's thinking now, going backwards in particular, knowing what happened.
3: And she's like, you know, how could you be? I would be like sitting there freaking out, like in silence, not being like, well, you're a bad friend to me. Like there is bigger fish to fry. And it just it flabbergasted me how in the weeds of the other housewives stuff she was into Even given knowing, I mean, and again, maybe that's deflection. Maybe because it's like, well, what else can she do? What matter? What does
2: it even matter? Yeah. What What does does it even matter? Exactly. I think it's that's a very, it's a great conversation. So there, and now we're gonna get into it. So they coincide. The conga line is something that, like, the producers like. We'd love to see you guys doing a conga line out. So that's a produced thing to get outside. Um, and then we sit down, and I just want to talk about the tone deaf snowflake necklace, like. And also you're going yeah. away for defrauding people or even be acu- even being accused of that. So, Tinks, you're accused of right. something yeah. that has anything to do with money. And now you're giving diamond and saying, I'm the diamond in the center.
3: No, it's insane. It's insane.
2: But what did you think of Whitney's connection about Meredith? Having no problem taking the gift, but she didn't want to sit at the dinner. Like, it's a little bit of a reach. I know she's your friend in your head, but she it's a little bit of a reach.
3: Yeah, it's a reach. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I just felt like Meredith was, like, over this whole trip. She's not, she wasn't, like, fully in it ever. I mean, what was she going to do? I guess you could say, no, I don't want the necklace. I guess that's a fine thing to do. But, like, that's more I, well, dramatic. Like
2: yeah, yeah, you know,
3: that's like more like bringing the bunny back like what you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of like yep. I, she was she was just over it and wanted to do like, the least like dramatic thing possible. And in her head, that was it. I mean, that's yes, where my mind goes. But
2: yeah, okay. Okay,
3: maybe. I
2: don't know necklace? Where she likes the necklace. she likes the necklace. The Mary saying you don't have a husband, that just shows she has a scathing Ramona streak of like a vicious comment that just comes vicious. out. That was like vicious and unnecessary and related to nothing. And mm. you have a skeleton in your own closet. If it's wrong, I don't even understand what a step-grandfather is, but it doesn't sound normal. Oh, sure.
3: Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think like that, I think that's why people have a big problem with mary is because she if if any of the women like to your previous point like if any of the women do use um god or a relationship to religion as a as a shield it's mary like she's definitely the most extreme where she feels because in her head she genuinely feels she is like channeling God. There's an episode where she like, she does her podcast and she's like, I, I am basically God, like I'm God on earth, like whatever. And so I think why people have a problem with that is because obviously your relationship with God is your own, but it seems that if you were, you know, a, a steward of God on earth, you would be more loving. And she's one of the most cold and like unloving people on the cast. Like she doesn't really have empathy or like warmth for anyone so i think that that's one of the ways why people find it like her a little bit difficult to swallow
2: there's a conversation about this blanket thing that was bizarre too just saying like can you get me a blanket i doubt that's going to happen like it's a f- another random shot
3: yeah yeah it was it's it was a it's a it's a spicy trip in terms of housewife strips it's high tension really everyone like there's no passive aggressive aggression people are just like come out swinging it was yeah
2: right but then yeah but with whitney saying everyone is to be the same and we have to be consistent like everyone's trying to figure out it's so funny they're trying to do the math like someone's saying to jen jen is saying i've been a good friend to you and then jen's like saying that or jen uh lisa lisa saying she's been a good friend to jen shaw and because she's just being honest and everyone's trying to like vie for the definition of what
3: a good friend, a is. Good friend yeah, yeah, yeah. is. And that's yeah. another
2: interesting one. And it boomeranged on Lisa for jumping in.
3: Yeah. The, 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 she,
2: it boomeranged. She, she jumped in and she got back. Yeah.
3: So that's what happened. Right, right, right. So she, she's like, oh, don't turn this on me. And then she storms off and she turns on Meredith and she's like, no, 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 no. And she's, Lisa's very like concerned with being, in the right. And I don't think she likes when people are angry at, with her, which like, fair enough. Interesting. Th- okay. Those are two things that are very common. Like, I don't like when people are angry at me either, but uh, you know, she gets, she can kind of sometimes like start a fight and then like, she goes to her room. She like, doesn't finish Can't it. Kind thing, you know? So yeah. I like, um, but yeah a boomerang back on her they're all very concerned with like well i should but that's like a common thing of like i showed up for you because the loyalty on housewives like it's it can be shaky because unless you are true like honest to god friends off camera you do kind of have to go off of like this loyalty on the show and you think that that means something you think you're putting in chips with someone and then they turn around and bite you know but
2: the definition of it is very bizarre because for me it would be like Ramona would say I showed up at your whatever so I don't know why you didn't come to my whatever and I'm like I don't, I didn't want I don't care if you came to my whatever and I don't want to go to your whatever cuz that's a whatever. Like yeah. it's some dumb made up brand jewelry party that she's throwing and the chits on this series are invite her, don't invite her. I want her to show up when I don't some people don't care about being invited to anything. Yeah. So it's yeah. like this this thing about showing up and I don't know what that actually means. That's why that's actually why I asked you if anyone visited Jen Shaw in jail, because I was wondering, you know, it'll come back six years when the housewives is still going on and she gets out and we'll hear about how nobody visited her in jail.
3: Yeah. But yeah. You know? I think it would it would have only been Heather. And then I think I think she I think Heather, from my understanding, felt like fully lied to because she fully didn't. I think that until like the last day, Jen was like, no, dude, I'm I'm innocent. Like, it's fine. I'm innocent. And Heather believed her.
2: There's an honesty to Heather's relationship to religion that you wouldn't believe that I have that I believe like that I think
3: my take was genuinely that like Whitney's kind of like sarcastic and like, yeah, God made me get on the pole, like whatever. Like, I think that's just the way she speaks. But I really do believe I believe her journey and I believe that it's complex and I believe she's living in authenticity with who she wants to be now. And I believe that with Heather, too. I think that they're just. On different paths and came to it at different times, but I actually like. I'm sad they're they're not in the greatest place now anymore. But I actually like. I actually like both of them as wait, you're the best.
2: You love. You are invested. Like I don't know. So you're really You know these people. You're invested. Yeah, I was invested, guys. is invested. Yeah, yeah. but you watch in a different way, which I really like. You're invested. I I, love you. You're a real fan of this franchise. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's amazing. Wow. Okay, so um. So I love the phrase that Lisa used about these girls, emotionally coddling. She's like, I don't need to be emotionally coddling these people. Like, I just, it's just a, whether you believe what she was saying or not, I like the expression.
3: It's a good, it's a good expression. Yeah. It's, I think, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a great expression. I don't really think anyone emotionally coddles anyone else on that show apart from maybe, Heather to Jen in at this point in time I think that she was like sometimes when someone is so ridiculous like Jen is people tend to pander to them a little bit and be like kind of like re- meet them at their level and be like yeah like it's totally normal to dress like you know a circus conductor or whatever like you know blah 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 like right but, <laughs> but I don't like I I can't think of I you know they're all I'll say this about Salt like they're all pretty tough like they're not whiny like they're they're all pretty tough women and they can all bring it and they can all articulate their feelings pretty well so great phrase but i don't i don't totally i can't remember who she was talking about but yeah it's a good phrase
2: and mary's saying that mary's like criticizing that lisa eats candy and taco bell and nutrients which i like it's weird she's making some sort of logic though she's like there's no depth it's funny like I think she's nuts, but I kind of understand what she's saying. Does that make any sense?
3: She was just criticizing that that she eats a lot of junk, but like I don't I don't know I I'm kind of like you can't equate like food like good choices to a person with yeah, and like she's she's insinuating that it's like good food is like m- close to godliness or whatever and i'm just right. like i don't buy that at all oh
2: that's bullshit like I, bullshit yeah.
3: and like everyone drinks a lot of soda in utah and like so what she eats taco bell like who cares i don't think it's good to it to assign moral value to food for a bunch of reasons but like least of all like as if like because that then it's like, Well you know, where are we going with this? Like I, I think that's so stupid. I I wouldn't but my only thing there is like if I were Lisa, I wouldn't have even gotten triggered by that. It would have been like, Yeah, you Taco Bell. That's Oh, the most right. Pathetic. That's well by
2: the way, taking the bait is the biggest mistake. She, she and do. she
3: I okay, you know what I retract my previous statement about Lisa. It's not that she doesn't like when people are, are mad at her. It's like she always takes the bait. She ah. always takes the bait. And like I one thing I do like about Meredith is that she's more like, I'm not t- talking about this. Like, this is oh, so ridiculous. Oh, and that's very you. And that's very me. I'm just like, if you, like, if someone criticized, like, how much diet, co- I drink a lot of Diet Coke. If someone criticized me, I I wouldn't, I'd be like, do you right. have nothing? Like, that's, yeah, that's your on. hit. Like, come yeah. on, bring the heat. Like, criticize something else if we're going to be here. But like, I go to Taco Bell, like, come on, get, get right. real. But she got so offended. And it's like, well, is it like, what, what is that? triggering for you or yes. whatever. It's like,
2: yes. Parenting it's triggering. It's, parenting that's what I was going to say. It's, it's
3: parenting. And it's like, Oh, come on. Like it's 2023. Are we really at a place where we are critic at women, criticizing other women about their parenting? Like, that's not cool. I really like, no. I don't have kids, but to me, even insinuating that you're not feeding your kids like the right food is just like, come on. Anyone who, with eyes can see that Lisa's a good mom, a dedicated mom. And like she lets her kids go to Taco Bell. Who doesn't? Like get okay, for so, real. Okay, so correct.
2: Great. Oh, So this is a cruel group because you have the, you don't have a husband. You're a shitty parent. Like there's a, you're a step granddaddy. Like yeah, it's kind it's, of a cruel, it's a cruel dinner, a cruel group. And for me, I just thought it was re- so funny that, Mary called the girl Jenny. I think that was who she called a chihuahua.
3: It was a cruel dinner. It was just cruel. And a lot of the cruelness coming from Mary, who is supposedly, you know, the most pious person ever. So, yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a heat heated dinner for sure. A little
2: dirty. Yeah. A little dirty. Okay. So, well, anyway, oh my God, I know you guys have to go. I really want your book to hit the list. Tell me how I can help. I appreciate you thank coming. You. Thank on. you for having
3: me. Thank Did you, you enjoy thank it? You. It was so fun. I mean, I could talk about this all day. I'm, you know, okay. Well, house you're house very,
2: fan. very good. There are certain people like, Tori spelling's amazing at this, and Jenny McCarthy was amazing. Like you're really good. But and in a totally different way. Like you're very analytical about it. And we're talking about religion and we're talking about legality and flaunting. So I love it. You're the greatest. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Good to see you. I hope all's well. Good luck. Hustle. Get
2: sleep. Hydrate. Because you're gonna get dehydrated from the activation.
3: Thank you. Bye guys.
6: Well, it's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: So Tinks was really helpful because she's, it's like talking about the game, To her with Tom Brady. Like, no, it's not because she hasn't played. So I guess I'm Tom Brady, but she's another, like, anchor on ABC Sports that I'm talking to sports about that really understands the game and we're breaking down the game. So I like that we have sometimes people walking in that haven't seen the show because you could see that Tink's had a favorite. She loved Meredith. So she's not agnostic she's not unbiased she has a favorite she let us know who it is and i appreciate that too at least you know it so she's coming in with very very analytical and institutional knowledge of this group more than i have but i have analytical and institutional knowledge of this series and of the franchise so i thought it was really interesting and we had pushback and she took it seriously and she really you know she wasn't like I said in the beginning, she's hosting. Like uh, She's not hosting or co-hosting, but like she was driving a lot. I was deferring to her for a lot. So I love a fresh perspective, and I love a seasoned perspective, which she had. And I love talking about religion and different dynamics on the show. I thought it was an interesting show. I don't know why we didn't talk about Heather more, because I like her. Mm. And I like Whitney. I like Lisa. I like a lot of the girls, but they were very, very nasty on this particular show. Um, Lisa had a hot mic. Which happens to everyone. I have not had that ever happen. That must feel so violating and not knowing. I don't know when you find that out. Maybe in a teaser and you panic because you don't know what you really said. That That's horrifying. That sounds dreadful. I don't know if I've ever... Maybe I had that with Jason at my surprise party for Bethany Ever After. And it aired like what I said in the bathroom. And it's embarrassing. But... I don't know, that sounds horrible. So it was great, she was amazing.